and welcome to The Blueprint Lifestyle Design Podcast. Unpacking and applying creative design principles to help you live your maximized life. And now, ready to help you design and build your ultimate awesome future, here's your host, Andrew Lord. Hello there, everyone. Andrew Lord here with you. Welcome to The Blueprint, where we are unpacking the source code for success and how we can use education to scale that success. And for those of you who have been following me for a little while, you would know that the podcast has been in a bit of a hibernation period. I haven't done an episode for quite a while, and that's because I've been putting all my energy, all my focus into the book, trying to push that over the line. And I'm going to share some more with you about that in the coming weeks. But I am absolutely excited today to be getting back into this. Um, it's a, not such a well-kept secret that I love doing this podcast because it is my excuse to be able to connect with all sorts of amazing people. And today is no exception. Today we're chatting with Julie Jamison, also known as Jules from Headspace. She promotes all the awesome work that gets done down there at Headspace. There's all sorts of different programs um, that, are, that are happening. She's also a health and wellness advocate in her own right, and she is someone who I highly respect and admire because of all of the amazing work that she does here in our community. So Jules, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Andrew. It's good to be here. It's actually my first podcast, would you believe? <laughs> Excellent. Oh, well, hopefully you'll have a good experience. I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, as I said, you are someone I admire in our community. It's great to have you on here. And I remember seeing an Instagram post of yours where you were expressing some gratitude for all the amazing opportunities that you had had in your life because of the modeling work uh, that you did. And, you know, two things struck me when I saw that post. And number one was, you know, wow, they're, they're beautiful photos, very professional. Um, and number two was, you know, I want to know more. I want to know what was that like? You know, it's not your typical background story. Can you tell us a little bit about your early years? Yeah, sure. So I guess, you know, I, I actually don't talk about it much. It's kind of, I, I packed that away, um, but it really shaped, I guess, who I am. Hmm. Um, so I, I kind of fell into the modeling industry um, around the age of 19. I'd um, been on a rotary youth exchange in Japan for a year. And then I came back and I wasn't sure what I was doing. Uh, I got a quick stint because um, I could speak Japanese back then um, at a company called Australian White Weddings. Mm. And they bring over the Japanese uh, tourists to the Gold Coast where I grew up. And they would, um, they would, you know, do the whole thing with helicopters and uh big white dresses so not their traditional weddings long yeah. story short um i could speak japanese so i could communicate and be in mm. there and they had they needed to do a new uh portfolio to to sell the uh the australian white wedding to to the japanese so um they said do you want to do this jules and i'm like oh okay i'll do it um and yeah so i guess that was my first little intro into photography and 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 modeling and then from there um i got an agent up in brisbane uh and quite a well-known agency which was really good and it just really wasn't on my radar my mom goes why don't you try it i'm like okay mm. mom <laughs> <laughs> uh and and it just snowballed very quickly um you know i i i think it's a little bit of right time at the right place 
Mm. Uh, I then they sort of said, go down to Sydney. It's fashion week down there. Try your luck because I'm quite tall. And so I, I did that and I ended up booking quite a few shows in my first fashion week, um, which would have been back in 2000, 2001, I think now it's going back. A lifetime um, ago. Yeah, yeah. And so from there, um, that's a, an intro. I, I got scouted from some of the, the runway shows to do some big campaigns. So I ended wow. up doing Cosmopolitan Magazine, Marie Claire, wow. lots of different things. Um, and then again, it just snowballed into doing bigger campaigns, David Jones, Vodafone, advertising commercials. As I said, it's a very, it's a very, you know, a, an area that I don't talk about much because I kind of parked it there, but ended up traveling the world um, with agencies in Hamburg, Germany, um, and in Barcelona in Spain, New York, um, LA and Miami. So yeah, did lots of traveling in my early years and yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> Just listening to it. Like it seems, it sounds like such a surreal experience. Like when you were in it, you know, at 19 in the moment, did you realize how incredible it actually was or unusual it was? Yeah, because I guess I didn't have that craving. I wasn't one of those, you know, 13 year olds that was like, oh, I just want to be on a cover of a magazine. I really just fell into it and it moved mm. very, very quickly. Um, and I, in hindsight, I wish that I, I, I was more grateful for it because I, I took it for granted. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, this is happening and just had, you know, money coming in and, um, you know, I saved money, so that's good. Uh, but the actual experience, I think I didn't really, I was on the roller coaster. So I just, mm. and I utilized it to travel for me. It was like, I want to go there. So I could set up an agency yeah. would take me on and it, and it moved me around the world so I could use it for that. So, mm. you know, when we're talking about gratefulness and opportunity, um, yeah, that, that's what I got out of it. And, mm. you know, experiences, you know, I've met all sorts of people and, been to lots of different parties all over the world. So yeah, yeah. Um, an amazing Is that how you met Phil? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So um, a photographer friend of mine was taking pictures of, pictures of uh, Grinspoon at the time. Yeah. And he said, do you want to come along? I was like, uh, sure. And yeah, then we met uh, at a gig, at a Grinspoon gig. Yeah. And yeah, we've been together 20 years now. So yeah. And yes. I guess that's something yeah. you share that you are both kind of in that whirlwind in, phase of your lives. <clears throat> yeah. Entertainment industry. Yeah. Um, yep. Advertising and yep. Music rock star model kind of cliche, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds very cool. Um, so how do you, I'm going to ask this sort of in a couple of different ways um, during the interview, but how do you, how did you define success? back then, you know, as that, you know, 19, 20 year old, what was important for you at that stage of your life? You said travel was a big element. Was there anything else that was driving well, you? Well, I guess when you're, you know, when we, if we're talking about the model industry and how it was back then, it was very much, uh, you would go to a casting, which is like an interview. Hmm. So it's that, that's, I guess landing a job, that's your success in that. And you have yeah. to interview, you have to cast all the time for, for a job and you might have five castings in one day. So mm. you would then, yeah. So I guess 
you know, achieving that and getting that is that boost of confidence and um, working that. So I guess that's successful. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, having success in that way. Mm. Um, it's a, yeah, yeah. And it's instantaneous because you're like, oh, I've got the job and then, yeah. and it flows on. You, you know, you, you know, I was very lucky. You get good money and you get to travel. So, mm. you know, I've been, although I was based in different countries in the world, I got to travel. Um, I was a bikini model. So I went to, you know, so many different islands mm. um, around the world to do that as well. So nice beaches. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that sounds, sounds beautiful. Um, so I said in the intro that I've been a, a little bit of a hermit lately. Um, it's been a while since we've connected properly. And um, initially we did connect through the amazing event, you know, the Luminosity Youth Summit. And uh, that's run, hasn't run, I should say, for a couple of years now. There's a lot that hasn't run um, for a couple of years. And a couple of interviews ago, earlier in the year, I did a, an interview with a director and a producer called SJ Stark, and he was working on a documentary called At What Cost? And he was talking about the unanticipated uh, mental health challenges that have resulted from, you know, social isolation that have come out of the, the lockdowns and the COVID pandemic. Um, I saw just the other day, there's a study come out on the Today Show talking about youth mental health. And I'm guessing that at Headspace, you're seeing uh, the full brunt of that. Like has, has post-pandemic kind of shifted things for you at Headspace or is it just sort of doing more of what you had already been doing? Oh, 100%. So I think, you know, not only COVID, um, but our region has had the impacts of floods and bushfires. And, yes. you know, even though, you know, the bushfires were a few years ago now, like, they're compounding effects. So mm. yeah, we do have, you know, all those roll into one. And and I recently did a research project um, and we're still analyzing um, the responses, but um, on eco-anxiety and how that's an impacting young people. So that's a new kind of concept. Um, and again, these kind of things do, do affect young people. And I was really surprised by, um, by some of their responses and, and they really are concerned for their future. So mm. um, it is harder the older we get or, you know, the older generation, like it, it's different. For young mm. people, there is so much going on. They've got access to so many things um, with social media and uh, opportunities, all these things happen. And you throw in a pandemic, you throw um, volatile environments um, or what's happening overseas with news. Like for them, you know, it's looking pretty you know, at times really hopeless. Mm. And, you know, we want to, and a big part of our job is to, to, you know, inspire and, and create, you know, give them opportunities and hope um, because it's there. It's just sort of, you know, it, it's just very different for young people at the moment. So mm. um, yeah. Yeah. I remember growing up, like I grew up in the eighties and uh, it was, like there was the cold war kind of going on, but I think back on that and I think I was pretty immune from that. Like I just was, you know, as a kid running around in the bush, having fun, you know, I was just completely oblivious to that. I feel like young people today because of their access to information, are just bombarded in such a, a different way to than what I was. And, um, and we're, as adults, we're still, 
kind of navigating how to support that, how to, you know, coach them through that. So it is a big challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. 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 So just on Headspace, you know, um, for anyone listening, if you do subscribe to the, the Headspace emails, you get all sorts of great information about um, what they're doing. You better be prepared for an email that has got the most attachments on it that I have ever seen. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like 13 attachments because you just got so much good stuff going on. Can you tell us about some of the programs um, that you guys are running? Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm always busy putting stuff on and I think that's, um, you know, it keeps it exciting, um, especially in my role in community engagement. So yeah, at Headspace at the moment we're doing, um, so we've got regular groups. So we do guitar, we do art, um, we do, well, you mentioned luminosity. So we're a big mm. part of luminosity. So we'll be present there, luminosity, um, youth summit. Um, we're going down to ride the wave festival on the weekend so surf and skate festival so we're involved with that um we've got a cosplay festival happening out in warhope wow um so we've just got some funding from holiday break program um, for the office for regional health so yeah it's it's never ending um but exciting and there's always something for everyone that's like we like to tap into different areas of um connecting young people so in that space also we have lgbt uh social groups mm -hmm. um yeah so there's definitely a lot going on in that space yeah cool so what when you are thinking about a program or if someone how does it happen you know does someone pitch it to you or you just have an idea or you know what makes a good program at headspace a bit of both so you know, sometimes I'll just be thinking and, and I'll get an idea and then I'll try and source someone from the community. So we run a lot on volunteer support in that, in, in our social inclusion program. Um, or someone might see what we do and then, and we often advertise for skilled volunteers. So um, we, you know, a gu guitar teacher will come on board and, and teach young people their skills. Mm -hmm. um, we are actually just piloting a interior designer so we've created this new I saw program. That on yeah, yeah. So clear space. So that's we're piloting that with um, a local, yeah, interior designer. So it's really working with colors, how they affect you. Uh, you know, decluttering your mind, um, clears your space, all those kind of things. So yeah, um, cool. I usually get get the idea myself, or or someone brings a skill, and then and then I work around that. Um, bringing it forth to to our center yeah that's really cool it, i noticed that a lot of um what comes on to the program uh you know they're very creative uh, things that you do do you find that there's a connection between creativity and improved uh, mental health yeah i think a lot has to do with mindfulness for me anyway i, I and and they become therapeutic without you even realizing so if you're working on an art piece um, or you're playing guitar, you're not thinking, you're not in your head, you're not ruminating over thoughts. So if there is a young person or for anyone in that matter, um, you know, that might have anxiety or, you know, not feeling well and they are constantly in their head, it's a really good way to just be present, being doing, being active, meeting new people. 
So you're working all those things and you're just out of out of your head and, you know, very much in the moment. So, mm. I, you know, I can bring it back to that sort of, you know, mindfulness activity, but without having that purpose, it just is a, it just naturally happens that way. Yeah, no, that's cool. All right. Well, we started this interview with a bit of a uh, reflection on your, you know, your early years. You've gone on to add all these different um, layers to yourself. Uh, if I, if anyone goes and look at looks at Jules's bio on the the Yoga Australia pages, which is where I just did a little bit of research before we came on here, uh, you'll see all these different qualifications that you've done. You've like Auslan, um, community development, yoga, community service, um, drumming, hypnotherapy. Uh, all of these um, amazing things that you've sort of added to your repertoire, that sort of reveals to me something about your attitude to ongoing personal growth and learning. Can you tell me a little bit about um, Jules the Learner? Uh, yeah, so that is me in a nutshell. Um, I think, first of all, I'm a dreamer. Um, you know, I am in my head a lot. Uh but I'm really curious and I, I, I like to research and I, you know, I was a self helper from a very young age in, because I traveled a lot and being on my own, I had to build resilience. I had to work it out. So I was very much working that out and researching and, and it's funny, um, you know, my husband's, you know, watches Netflix into music. They just, and my whole family are like that. And then I'm busy researching a topic. I'll be learning about neuroscience or, you know, tapping into a little course here and there and, and taking all the opportunities. Um, mm. My husband often calls, you know, calls me Kath from Kath and Kim because he's off like, I'm off to pottery. I'm going to TAFE to do this. And like, that is me. There's, you know, I'm, I'm always doing something and, you know, I don't have an actual university degree. So I, you know, my whole life is my, my university degree and, your training and these multiple yeah, multiple courses and, and disciplines has made me who I am. And I think initially I thought, oh, I should have that. Um, I don't have that bit of paper, but um, yeah, my life experience is, is very broad and yeah, it's, it's definitely made me learn and grow and, and, and become the, the woman I am today. Mm. And that's kind of what this podcast is about. Like it's sort of part of what we're trying to do here is expand the the perception of what is education you know in inverted commas because we often think of education in that traditional setting which is my background but since going off and studying coaching I, and coming up with other ways to educate young people i've seen that it's so much broader than what just happens at school and uh, you know what happens at headspace is education obviously it's your way of scaling your version of success which is is improve mental health to to a broader audience so um yeah it's a really powerful thing that you're doing and and obviously you know we can hear from your background that that is uh you're, you're the perfect person for the job because you have that attitude to ongoing learning you're always wanting to learn grow be more do more which is which is fantastic so if, um, so your programs at Headspace are for 12 to 25 year olds, is that right? Yes. Yeah, that's correct. 
yeah okay so where can let's we have a lot of parents uh listening to the the podcast where could people um you know connect with uh let's let's talk about headspace first of all um where could they connect and find out more about what's going on down there yeah so i think the best thing is really to follow us on facebook and instagram so that's all one word at headspace port macquarie um for both handles so regular updates going through there um, with all our events and activities but also you know if, if parents are listening that there's a lot of um, education for parents um, and carers or concerned community members so that's a real shift in, in some of our group work that we're doing here because uh, you know Headspace started as youth only um, voluntary mental health service but it's really grown and we know how important the family unit is, the extended community is in, in driving young people's mental health um, or improving mental health and well-being. So, yeah, we're very much pulling that together and, and making sure that they're a part of the process um, mm. because they they motivate young people to come um, along to Headspace. Our highest presentations are between 12 and 17 um, in that school age, that high school age. So parents are and carers are driving some of those, um, I guess, reasons for, for making appointments. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think that that is, um, you know, for, for some of the groups and activities uh, online or our website. Um, but if they actually want to make appointments, um, you know, that would come through the front desk um, directly there to book appointments and, and things like that in a therapeutic yeah, um, cool. nature. All right. And we'll include the links uh, on the blog here where you're listening to the podcast so you guys can access that really easily. Um, you make a good point there about family, you know, being the the, the unit that sort of is the support uh, for for young people. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, how, how do you support parents and families? Yeah, so we, we're actually, you know, this is going off topic, but we're actually pulling together a family and friends reference group. At headspace mm. it's it, it has been a part of it but we're really targeting it so that we've we've got some some parents and carers and concerned community members or teachers or whoever works with young people how that they are best supported through um while their young person is experiencing mental health or going through the headspace system so we're actually recruiting for that at the moment so that's one area where we're really um tapping into that cohort um and they they will be educated through that. Um, we also are doing a lot more education. I think I mentioned before, we've, we've got Uniting coming in, doing tuning into teens. So we're really building, you know, the base foundations for parents so that mm. they can feel confident in how, how or understanding um, young person's development and what mm. does that look like? How, you know, as the brain, brain doesn't develop, finish developing till the you know age of 24 25 so you know as parents or, or carers we need to be mindful of that and and really step back and you know have perspective and it's really hard when it when there's emotions and um you know we're all busy so mm. i think it's really you know bringing it back to the parent and and self and setting yourself up to be to be present and mm. Um, educated I think education is, is massive yeah um, mm. yeah and 
a lot of the clients that I'm uh, working with at the moment, whenever I do a coaching process, it starts with identity and it starts with who you are on the inside. And this is for family leaders, parents who, um, you, the other aspect of what you do is kind of that self-care. Well, I think of it as self-care, um, with, with the yoga that, uh, and, and looking after yourself and building, you know, doing something that's, that's good for you. Can you just tell us a little bit about, you know, why you're passionate about the, the yoga that you do? Yeah, it, it stems from, you know, I, again, taking, you know, as you say, self-care, um, time out for me, I am a really busy person. I'm really goal driven. My work ethic is very strong. So, um, we spoke earlier about being busy. I'm mm. so busy. So if I don't make that time to, to do something for myself, I'm no good to anyone, no good mm. to my, um, headspace, um, clients or my family members. So mm. yeah, for me, it's yoga. It's a, a literal tap out for me, um, yeah. whether I'm teaching or whether I'm actually practicing, um, with another teacher. Um, and I used to ride motorbikes. So that used to be, you know, concentrate on the road. And then, um, then I started getting a bit more nervous about riding motorbikes. And so I pulled back and then got, got more into bushwalking and hiking. So that's mm. my new adventure, trying yeah. new things. Um, yeah. so that's, that's my mental health. Uh, that's my program is, is making sure that I'm walking and, and doing yoga. Yeah. Uh, and you know, through my many different courses and mindfulness, I, I just love that. You know, when I'm walking the dog in the morning, I make sure that I look at him and what he's doing and, and just his little idiosyncrasies of, you know, um, <laughs> th those funny little things, you know, like flowers and trees and really looking at, and, you know, my family pay me out, like call me a big nerd. Cause when we got a bushwalk, I'm like, <laughs> wow, look at that flower. Look at that leaf. Look at that. Oh, it's the weather's this. And, <laughs> you know, I'm feeling and I'm thinking and I'm constantly, you know, in this. So, yeah. but if out of that, I am very much in a work environment. I work incredibly hard. So I have to have that balance and, mm. and to be, as I said, a, the best parent that I can be, I've, I've got to look after myself and, mm. and that's the way I do it. And I, and I like to share that with other parents and like you say, coaching. Um, yeah, I do that through yoga teaching and, um, I volunteer, um, at a women's walk on Sundays every morning. So again, it's that connection and, um, being able to talk to others. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think that's a really good place for us to, to wrap it up. For those of you listening, it's, um, it's so important that you do look after yourself and, uh, there's going to be a whole bunch of links below wherever you're listening to this, but if you would like to, connect with Jules either through her, her yoga practice or connect with her because of all of the supports that um, she offers via Headspace. Or if you would like to, you know, book a call with me and have a chat about what's going on in your world, uh, I'd be happy to, to hear from you. So Jules, thank you so much for, for being a part of the Blueprint podcast today. It's really nice to connect with you again. I'm really looking forward to the summit where we can, um, you know, connect properly and um it's going to be amazing as usual the three days are always awesome and um, i'm sure you will be busy on those three days as well <laughs> yeah. but yeah, uh, it'll be a lot of fun yeah really looking forward to it 
And there you have it, an interview and a catch-up at the same time with Jules from Headspace, where she is using education to make a positive difference in our community, helping to improve mental health for young people and educating families in the process. And it occurred to me while we were conducting this interview or while I was listening back to this interview that growth is not just about what we read or what we study. This might go without saying, but I think it's worth mentioning here at the end. what prepares us, what helps us to bring our best selves to whatever it is, our job, you know, our ministry, whatever it is that we're trying to deliver to the community is our life experiences. And I want you to think about everything that you have been through, all the setbacks, all the struggles, all the wins, all the breakthroughs, all the different things that have happened to you. They have gone into shaping who you are, just like they they did with Jules. And when it shapes who you are, it shapes your story. And that therefore helps you to bring a richer sense of yourself to whatever it is that you're doing. So if you are ready to take your life to the next level, I want you to Click on the link below wherever you're listening to this podcast and book a call with me. I'd love to have a chat about how you can use education to scale your impact, how you can apply the principles of lifestyle design and get more happiness, joy and fulfillment out of your daily living. Hope you've enjoyed this episode with Jules from Headspace. There's also some links below where you can connect with her. There's also a link to the Luminosity Youth Summit, which we mentioned a couple of times on the podcast. And at the time of publication of this uh, blog, it will be just around the corner. So make sure you get your tickets to that. If you have a young person aged from 15 to 25, you do not want to miss this event. One of the premier youth events on the Mid-North Coast. That's all from me for today. Hope you're having a wonderful week. Bye for now.